Previously on Funny Science Fiction. Did you aspire to that role on, on the Starship Enterprise because Han Solo and the Millennium Falcon was already taken? No. <laughs> Welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast where calling someone a nerf herder is a compliment. So now we want to take a moment to officially welcome everyone and most importantly our guest of honor, Frank Duran. Thanks for coming on today, Frank. Glad to have you. Oh, thanks oh, for Frank. having me, guys. Thank you. I'm very excited <laughs> yeah. to be here. <laughs> Excellent. We like that. All right. For those of you who don't know who Frank is, he's the host of the Warped Shelf podcast and the content strategist for the website Galaxy of Geek. So if you're into geeky stuff, you like, yeah, just go check it out. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool jam. You'll like it. Now, in just a few moments here, we're going to delve into why Frank feels that Sega got the shaft in the game wars of the 1990s and has gone on such a hate campaign against all things Nintendo. Woo, that's, uh, a, that's a tough one there. <laughs> just kidding. Frank is a huge Nintendo gaming enthusiast, so uh, that would be an unfair thing to him. But all I, I do say- love Sega, though. You can't fault the Sonic Hedgehog. <laughs> right? I was just going to say Sonic. Oh, my gosh. I was going to say, my, you know, my only response to all my, my whole previous statement there is, Altered Beast. Anyway. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was always Tails because I was the younger brother. So I always had to play Tails. Oh, yeah. But I like Tails. <laughs> As an older brother, I totally get that. You're just like, no, I am never being Tails. Yeah, right? I would never do such a thing like that. That's uh, awful. No, thank you. That's like using the player two controller. I'm not doing that. Nick, why did, why did you punch Nathan in the eye? Well, he wasn't, didn't want to play Tails. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! You had to bring it up. Frank, oh, oh, <laughs> since your podcast is named after an overloaded shelf, I have a silly question. Because mm-hmm. of that, our listeners will need to know. Need to know. Room, desk, or car? Which do you clean first, and why? Which do I clean first? I, I just got a car for the first time in over 10 years. I live in Boston and I have never needed a car. And I finally moved out of the city after, uh, what What are we going to call this? Uh, the, you know, the, what's the, what's the, yeah, the plague. We'll just call it the plague. The, and uh, the I black finger the of death that has, has settled in over this year. Yes. <laughs> yes. I finally moved out and I got a car and I've taken good care of it. But uh, my shelves, on the other hand, do not uh, get cleaned so much. And, <laughs> desk is uh, another story. I'm just <laughs> all the time to the wife, like, don't touch that. That's, don't. that's very specific. No. I don't know what's going on, but I know where everything is. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> well, and you know, cl- clearly from your podcast website, you're a huge fan of games from the shelf behind you, comics, all sorts of sci-fi. Yeah, of course, each that's one takes- That's why the site's called Galaxy of Geek. We you know what? That galaxy, makes sense. Baby. There's an entire galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> each universe has its own advantage. So, yes. you know, taking all sci-fi in consideration, which alien race would you want to be and why? Ooh, um, oh, that's a tough one. But I, I want to say scrolls right off the bat because you can just be anything, you know? Like, <laughs> you're just like, you're like, oh, do you, I want to be any of these super-powered heroes? I am now, you know? Like, it, right. I mean, 
it's cool to be a Vulcan, but you know, it's not, it, it, you don't get much fun in, you know, like that's you don't true. Have a good time. And that's true. Good time constantly. So laughing. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> now, you also have a great opportunity to share any opinions you have on the podcast. What's something that's true that hardly anyone agrees with you on? Oh, wow. Okay. So that's a tough one for me because I have a lot of opinions that people don't agree on. <laughs> right? That's why I have a podcast is that people all the time are like, Frank, I have to yell at you because you said Justice League, uh, Batman versus Superman wasn't that bad. And you're like, well, the complete edition is quite good. You know, like, like uh, but it's just like, no one, no one's with that. You know, like I, I have a ton of opinions that uh, people all the time. That's the reason to have a podcast is to be like, hey, um, here's what I think. And people are like, how dare you? Here's a can and throw it at you over the internet. Right, you know, right. like, so your the short answer is all of your opinions? Uh, no, not all, no, opinions. not all of my opinions. Uh, definitely, <laughs> I, I, that's, that's definitely one of my things about my podcast is we like to keep it positive. We do not do negative reviews. We do not. Like if we do hate something, we'll bring it up. But it's not like the focus of a <laughs> yeah. podcast. Like we're not... Right. We're not going to get on there and trash things because that's half the internet anyway. So exactly, us, it's about boy. talking about things that are great and bringing people mm. great stories go. and bringing that's and right, awesome things. Yeah. If I want your opinion, I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I'm actually kind of interested now to hear what your opinion is on uh, the Justice League. You brought it up. It's uh, well, I mean, I yeah, geez. Um, so I mean, the Justice. As you League, brought it up, I brought it up. <laughs> I said it, didn't I? I I said the thing. Um, so Justice League for me, it's it's a lot of there's a lot of good ideas, and you can tell yes. the, studio, the studio was like. Here's my hand, and I put it in it, and I messed it all up. Uh, <laughs> but you, uh, I, I, there's something there, and I'm excited for the Zack Snyder cut. I'm not oh, one yeah. of the guys tweeting every day, release the Snyder cut, release the air cut. You know, I'm not one of those guys. I'm a big DC guy. If you, this whole shelf, DC, you know, like yes. I'm, a, I'm a big DC guy. So I, I have a soft spot for these things, but I definitely think the Justice League is fun for what it is but if you if you're a long-term comic book fan i always understand the pain you're just like why why yeah. why you know like the whole movie you could just be like it's painful but if you just take it with a popcorn aesthetic you're like hey superman's here wonder woman's here the flash is here aquaman's here it's never a good time <laughs> that's exactly right it's like the reason I didn't hate them too is because my bar was so low. My <laughs> expectations were not high by any means. You don't I always watch Aquaman. Enjoy. You're not like, you know what? This is going to be a revolutionary piece of film here that we're about to witness. No, my expectations are way down here. We set those a long time ago. <laughs> I'm okay. I definitely always say if you keep your expectations low, you'll always be surprised. And my yeah. expectations are really low. So. My, my expectations shot to the bottom of the barrel after Batman and Robin when it came to DC. So. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, Schumacher put nips on Batman. It's not my fault, okay? Oh, no. I, I, I mean, I, I'm a big Batman fan. I used to host a podcast called Real Books Don't Have Batman, where literally the title just means like, hey, 
uh, books are great, but they don't got Batman in them. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did that Love with it. my, with my uh, co-host, Maud Karaika or Deshaun right. Vesquez. He's on the podcast workshop with me now, uh, but we used to do that Batman podcast. And uh, That's funny. we did a whole commentary on, on uh, like a commentary track on Batman and Robin because there's just so much you can just mm. hammer on and make fun of and it's just so glorious the whole time. It's just, uh, it, it, Schumacher was in love with the Adam West, you know? And that's yes. what gave us there, you know? Like, it, it may, sure, it's not the Dark Knight. It's not even uh, Tim Burton's, but it is definitely, <laughs> definitely Neil Adams' Batman, you know? <laughs> right. I, did, I will agree with you on this portion of the Justice League. I do think that with that movie, there was a lot of potential for yeah. it to be amazing. And yes. it just the way that they interwove the stories needed a little a little gelling. It, you could definitely tell where um, Zack Snyder took off and where Joss Whedon came in. Oh yeah, yeah I feel like you can feel it, like in your yeah. gut. It's like a cold air just kind of rushed through the room and, and <laughs> changed your feeling about things. But I feel yeah. like you're right. The potential's there because we have movies like Shazam, Aquaman, yes. Wonder Woman. Right, they're, they're, they're solid. Wonder Woman is one of the best superhero movies. Agreed done you know i'm like, excited for 84 yeah i loved aquaman because they were like hey uh we're gonna take your favorite aquaman story that took over a year to tell and we're gonna <laughs> shove it into an hour and a half it's not gonna right. make any sense but it's gonna be <laughs> you know like and you're just like cool is there tr the trench in this they're like you bet your you bet your bottom dollar it is and you're like all right let's do it <laughs> i have a question for you frank <clears throat> There's something much worse than the film adaptations, and I have to say, it's the WB TV show adaptations. Ooh, Ooh. Uh, I, I don't, I don't talk about those here. <laughs> I, 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 as a guy who just said, I try to be nice. I'm not. I don't talk. Uh, no comment. <clears throat> no comment. Speaking of the cold rush coming through the room. <laughs> if you all right, I movies. have a question for you. All right, go fire away, Deb. So we assume you got started young on video games. Uh, uh, yeah, real young. Uh, I was just talking the other day, we were talking about Sonic. Sonic was my first game I mm. ever, ever played. Went over to my aunt's house and they were like, shut up for two hours. And I was like, Sick, <laughs> you know, like, it, <laughs> it, it blew my mind. And I, I've been forever a, a, a gamer like that. So. so I know my boys played Pokemon forever. <laughs> So was Pokemon oh, one yeah. of the games that you played? Oh, yes. I actually was playing competitive Pokemon with this past game. <laughs> uh, I, I am not good. I am not good, but I like to play uh, in tournaments and try my medal against seven-year-olds who can destroy me. <laughs> um, Kool-Aid, Mom. I'm kicking this guy's butt. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. They're like, his, his, his Charizard's not strong enough. Like, I'm destroying him. <laughs> I want to play yellow Pokemon now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's right here. I got him right there. And uh, I, I'm definitely a big Pokemon guy. I, I, I definitely think they need to finally take the next step into just mm. making the Pokemon MMO, just releasing it out into the, the, the fan base. Because if you play Pokemon Sword and Shield, it's 
half of the game that the good part of the game is an MMO. Uh, basically, uh, with your friends and your fight Pokemon, you go <laughs> fight the giant Pokemon together. You're like, hey, that's a raid battle. That's, you know, that's World of Warcraft right there. <laughs> and uh, they, they might as well just release the next game. The Switch is powerful enough to make a, a, a an MMO and mm. a Pokemon MMO is the next step, but they're afraid to do it because then they don't have to put out you know, another $60 game next year, right. you know, with $30 DLC every time for two of them, you know, like, which, you know, I bought, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, but. Right. Well, yeah. Did you also play Pokemon Snap? Uh, oh, I already have po the good. new Pokemon Snap pre-ordered. I already got it pre-ordered. That was a good game. What, what game system is that coming out on? Uh, it's, uh, so, so it's coming out on Switch. Uh, I got my Switch right here. I'm actually playing right now uh, Idol like Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Have you guys oh, seen this D&D game? No. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Right. They use all the champions from Forgotten Realms. And, uh, Interesting. Uh, the Forgotten Realms books, like, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but Desert Drizdo Erden. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. That's the one thing everyone's going to go to my podcast and hate is that I can't pronounce any names. There's, <laughs> there's, there's nothing How here. dare you? <laughs> I can't do it. I just always hand it off to uh, my co-host. I'm like, can you say this name, please? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, you can't say the names. We're not listening to him. <laughs> Pokemon question for you. Hey, did you play Pokemon Go? Oh, yes, I did for a long time and uh, definitely really loved it. First night of Pokemon Go, uh, I I got on, uh, I had a moped at the time. I got on the moped, I drove around and I go to Independence Wharf, you know, where the Constitution is, the giant ship, because it was a Pokestop and I start rushing towards the end. And I, and I go by two cops and they turn on the lights immediately. And I'm, uh, and then I spend the next 20 minutes explaining what Pokemon Go is. Oh, the no. first night of its release, to eight cops who were right. standing around me <laughs> trying to be like, yeah, there's a squirtle right over there. I just <laughs> a squirtle over there. there. Like, That's I'm really great. sorry. I didn't mean to scare you guys. Like, like they just didn't know why anybody would be doing that at midnight. You know? like, like, He's gonna attack the landmark. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Can I get your friend called? And do you need a Mr. Mime? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I don't play anymore. Uh, I, I wish I did, uh, but it's it's one of those things that, uh, for my job, I don't I go to a place and I don't go anywhere. You know, like right? I, yeah. I, do, I do production, so I go places. And the legal fees, the legal fees got too high, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some squirtles just right. weren't weren't worth the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's talk about all things that are good holy and righteous in this world we are of course referring to star wars <laughs> all right so you told us that you're a lifelong star wars fan lifelong yes me too absolutely. all right so every star wars fan that i've ever met has a favorite movie of the series now i already know the answer to this question but i'm gonna answer it ask it anyway what's your favorite movie and why and who's your favorite character 
Um, I, I absolutely, it's uh, Empire Strikes Back for me. Um, Such a good choice, by the way. It's, it's a masterpiece. Uh, it, it's, it's a classic in its own right. Um, it can be watched without any watching any other Star Wars. If you just show your grandma this movie, True. she gets it. You know, like it, it's just a, it's one of those things that. It, it's so full of adventure. You almost don't realize you watch the whole thing, you know, like one of those great movies where you start it and it hits the end and you're like, did, did we finish it? Like, did, was that it? Is there more? Cause I want more, you know, like, and yeah. I, I, I strictly, this is the opinion you guys aren't going to like. I strictly believe because that's the one movie that George Lucas had the littlest involvement with. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, now, I, I was, I'm not a lifelong Star Wars fan because when I was, I was born into a world without Star Wars. Whoa. It was a long time ago in a galaxy a long... far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I saw my first Star Wars at 17. So, I mean, that's, uh... <laughs> Oh, um, is that, isn't that a Frank Sinatra song? When I was 17, yes, <laughs> Star Wars came out. <laughs> I saw. I think he helped her write it. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Hank, what's your favorite character? Uh, favorite character? It's got to be Obi-Wan. Uh, Obi-Wan's, right, Obi-Wan's the best in the series. He's. Uh, it's yeah, like, he's sure, good. it's a Skywalker story, but really... Is it an Obi Wan story? Like, um, really, we're all right. here for Daddy Obi Wan, you know? Like, oh, no, Daddy Obi. Hello there. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> yeah. Hello there. Just took out a whole new meaning. Hello there. <laughs> Obi Wan, you're my only hope. <laughs> I, I, I was saying earlier that I definitely have one of my opinions that everyone hates all the time is I do not think George Lucas is good for Star Wars. And I really do think that this was the smartest move to get George Lucas as far away from Star Wars as possible. Um, but then, you know, you get things like the Mandalorian and Clone Wars because of that, you know, like you get, mm. you get, you get him touching the tiniest bit and that's what the magic happens because somebody goes, that's a good idea, George, let me do it uh, instead of you. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Like, he's good to big picture the, the right. really big picture. big big picture all right so it with that thought in mind and here's a movie that as far as i know george had nothing to do with <laughs> um you also mentioned in conversation that you really enjoyed the last jedi that's not a common thought yeah. among most star wars fans yeah. as of late yeah so what was it about that film that because you said Why? number one was number one was empire number two was last jedi so i'm yes. curious and what? then Rogue One. And then Rogue One, yeah. Um, All right, so what about Last Jedi rung your bell? What, what did it for you? I, I mean, it comes down to, <laughs> I'm, uh, I went to film school. I, I do work in video production. I'm, I'm a big uh, proponent of directors and auteurs and uh, director doing uh, what they want <laughs> with the film. And I think Rain Johnson took Star Wars and did what he wanted with it. And that's well, he what did, it loves He did what that. he wanted. Yeah. He certainly did what he wanted. <laughs> whether or not exactly. It exactly. Uh, I I love that movie. Uh, the only part I don't like is when they go to the casino planet. Otherwise, I think that's a tight movie. Very tense. Very. Um, 
exactly what the title is. It's Star Wars. It's literally, they're fighting in the stars constantly the whole time. Like, you know, like, and it's, got it's me there. literally like a war film for half of it. And then it, 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 it like, and definitely number one, you have to agree with me. Even if you hate The Last Jedi, The Last Jedi has one of the best openings of any of the Star Wars films. Like, it's pretty epic. They, they, you're right. The thing... <laughs> I think by itself, it wouldn't have been so bad. But when you put it in context of the three, it's like, wait, what happened? <laughs> we were going down this path. And Ryan Johnson's like, you know what? That cliff looks fun. Let's jump off of that. Now let's go down this path. And then you can tell the director for the third one's like, what I think that's where it comes down to is that Jay, that it, Again, it's studio interference. You have the first movie where you have JJ directing and JJ's like, oh, do I have questions? You know, like that's, <laughs> he's the question master. He comes on to Star Trek and he's like, can I ask you some questions? And everyone's like, yeah, sure. Those are some good questions. Do you have any answers? And he's like, no, None. not a single no, no, answer. No. <laughs> no, that's exactly what the last Skywalker is, is them bringing back JJ. And he's like, they're like, those are some good questions what are the answers and he's like i thought you guys were gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> like that's why you, you only agreed to, to do the this? first one <laughs> exactly and then they were like we'll pay you a billion dollars and he was like, <laughs> like yeah, right. ah, you got yeah. me <laughs> so your hot take on last jedi is that half of it's a war movie and the other half is, come on, daddy needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's only 20 minutes. But I, I, I do think that, uh, I think that it's what uh, Luke Skywalker does is the most Jedi thing out there. You know, like that's what's most important Sacrifice. about this is that Rain Johnson understands the Star Wars universe. Every, JJ True. just came in and was like, here's some cool looking things. And Rain Johnson was like, I've been watching since I was a child, and here's my thoughts. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that, and I think that he did the right thing to try to pivot into what could have been a more serious, cool, expanded, more diverse Star Wars universe. And JJ just comes back in and goes, I don't know. And and Last Jedi happens, you know. Like I I I think that if you look at what. Um, some of the storyboards for what could have been for The Last Jedi, mm. uh, and it was the, the other directors, you definitely, you're like, oh, this could have been really cool and different. But then Disney comes in and goes, no, 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 give me another one of those. The, give me Return of the Jedi right now. And they were like, <laughs> uh, okay, got it. Here, yeah. Here <laughs> one, all right. I am still salty about the fact that we didn't jump into like, what timothy zahn's vision was for like the thrawn trilogy i don't know if you ever read right. much of the legends books yeah i and and i like thrawn because i've watched all i've uh, watched all rebels i think he's uh i think he's one of the best villains that was brought on to star wars you know like it definitely yeah like as soon as i heard the sequels were coming i was like oh the thrawn trilogy can happen and then i'm like wait Wait, what is this going on here now? And then Kathleen turn, uh, Kennedy turned into the soup Nazi and said, no Thrawn for you. No Thrawn for you. No Mara Jade. Come back for Rebels. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So let's I talk about a think... different movie. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, please. No, I was just going to say, I do think we'll get better Star Wars out of all this. I think 
I think what you're right. we are missing here is that we uh, we couldn't have gotten Empire Strikes Back without what the mess of New Hope was uh, before right. it was edited and saved <clears throat> by the editor. And you wouldn't get um, you, uh, uh, basically uh, Re Revenge of the Sith if you didn't have all the problems of Attack of the Clones, which if we had to put a, a movie at the bottom of the list, everyone knows it's Attack of the Clones. It's yep, like, yep, yep, yep. Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace somehow beats it out by like two seconds. <laughs> but like, you know, like you're just like, oh, but Attack of the Clones has nothing. So you're just mm, like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> lightsabers. It's got a purple the lightsaber. Oh, in it. wow. It's okay. so pretty. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's talk about another movie series. Now, uh, you mentioned that you're a big fan of Batman on Warp Shelf. You spend two hours talking about just the movies of Christopher Nolan. <laughs> oh, yes. So let's That's talk about longest Nolan's. episode. Yeah, let's talk about Nolan's take on The Dark Knight, the Batman himself. Yes. So what are some things that you like about Nolan's view of the Gotham Knight? And what would you like to see Nolan do differently? If, if you were his executive producer able to go, hey, hey good idea, but but um, I, I think that the Nolan trilogy is something we'll never get again. We'll never get th a director doing all three of the movies, putting them all out, having vision over them and doing it. Um, the Dark Knight is obviously the crowning jewel of all of it. It is a movie you can watch alone without seeing the other ones. And it's, it's incredible. Um, it, I mean, Heath Ledger alone is fantastic, but... Uh, I, I mean, you got to give it to Christian Bale and and and, and my Alfred over there because Michael Caine's the best. Oh uh, yeah, and, Michael uh, yes. And yeah. I really do think that the, this this uh, the Dark Knight is a like the Empire Strikes Back. It is just a storm of of good things happening all at once. Is that mm -hmm. you have. Christopher Nolan directing, one of the best directors alive. And then you have uh, Heath Ledger, you have Christian Bale, who's now like in the role, you know? He didn't do, he did Batman Begins, he shook off the Bruce Wayne, and now he's boom, he's Batman, baby. And, uh, and, then, and then you get, uh, you get the Joker, you get, um, you get Two-Face, you, yeah. you get so much from this movie. Um, and it feels right. so, it's one of those movies that I saw four times in theaters and still today, if you put it on, I'll watch it, you know, like yep. there's no, mm -hmm. it, I still watch it regularly. Yeah. But uh, no, but no Danny DeVito as the penguin. <laughs> I'm actually yeah, okay with that. The part where he eats a bat. I mean, <laughs> that woman eats a bird and you're it's just like, Batman, hey, baby. Hey. And I was like, Hey, a baby Batman. That's baby Batman. <laughs> All right. So would you want to see Christopher Nolan do any other superhero style movies and which character would you think could use the Nolan touch? Oh, the Nolan touch, uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, you go right to Green Arrow. You're like, hey, may, like fix, if you're <laughs> able to fix Batman, you could fix Green Arrow. Uh, just take it away from CW, please. <laughs> uh, but uh, you, uh, it's it's basically like Nolan has this, this feel for a crime movie. Basically, that's the other thing about The Dark Knight. It's not just a superhero movie. Everyone knows that. It's it's mm. it's a it's a crime movie. It's a it's a mob movie. It's, it was, it's a gangland movie. Yes, exactly. And that's where he excels. And if you bring in characters that deal with that more down to earth, I, I think Green Arrow could really excel from that. Uh, I don't mm. think Christopher Nolan, as much as I love Interstellar, 
uh, I don't think he should get like gr- Green Lantern or something like that. You know, like because uh, make the suit CGI. Yeah. Oh, kind of, kind of the, uh, the Godfather meets the Dark Knight. Yes. Yeah. Yes, bit, yeah. exactly, right. exactly. And, and that's and that's why I'm head over heels for that movie. Uh, I All think right. that Batman Begins is great and Dark Knight uh, Rises is is good. It's the return of King of that series, you know? Like, <laughs> it, 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 it's the whole thing, you know? Everyone yeah. battles on the ground. Everyone's lives are in danger. Like, this is the return of the King is the only way I can say yeah. it. You know, like, <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, so on your... On your uh, website there you review all kinds of games across all platforms and like i said earlier you make no secret of the fact you're a nintendo enthusiast and we've talked about your affinity for star wars and we've mentioned star trek as well (laughs) so one of the things that got me thinking was one of the articles i looked at on galaxy of the geek now in march of this year at the beginning of all things that suck for 2020 you wrote an article about 10 games with long gameplay yes uh, to get you through quarantine times (laughs) <laughs> and so let's let's look back at that list a little bit let's revise it a little bit yeah i i took these scores from uh, a website called howtobeat.com and it's a website where everyone agitates how how long it took them to beat a certain game so okay. it takes an average of how long it took to beat these things and basically my list here is according to this that site what takes the longest to beat okay so what's your go-to game right now to get you through these times and what do you watch when your poor little opposable thumbs need a break (laughs) um i have been playing a ton of overwatch it's been it wasn't even on the list there uh i i i love I, I found Overwatch, uh, I know it's old, but I found Overwatch on Switch right at the beginning of the oh. pandemic, and I, I fell head over heels with it not being just a shooter, a team game, where if yeah. one person is not doing well, the whole team suffers, you know? Like, right. it is strictly a, like, everyone has to work together or nothing happens. And right. I- You've got to time your alts properly. You've got to, you, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, exactly. very team heavy game. It seems- and it seems like it has it seems like it has some uh MOBA elements to it as well. Yeah. You know, I, in that in that way. I, I yeah. that's what it was originally done as is that uh Blizzard put out this game, it's Overwatch. So you have uh uh you know, you have uh, all their MOBA games and they basically were like, Hey, what if we did a first person shooter MOBA? And that's what Overwatch is because it's also <laughs> about it's not only about bam, bam bam bam, it's about being like, Okay, well that's off cooldown, let's launch that now. That's off cooldown, let's launch that now. Same like a MOBA. Right. right. And I don't really play it anymore, but uh, just uh, all of our listeners, if you don't know, we will be releasing, or if we already have, we have interviewed the guy who plays Torbjorn. What? The voice what? actor. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's actually Torbjorn. Oh, I have yeah. to follow <laughs> Torbjorn himself? Oh my God. <laughs> ah, you guys got to tell me these things. <laughs> hey, ah. so Frank, what, what voice I acting have Tor- you done? other than other than the cool voices you've done here for us he just just runs away from his computer (laughs) he's like hey would you look at the time (laughs) (laughs) all right well let's change the subject up a little bit i want to go to comics because we made him sad that's probably a good idea (laughs) while he's crying well he yeah dries the tears no as a kid i i have to make admission i could never really get into superhero comics i mean i Mm. love but i can never get into the comics and to give you a clue, I read Mad Magazine, so that's oh, nice. that's where my head was. 
All right. But I think funny, I always like funny more than more than exciting. Yes. So now um, if there's kids out there today who are mis being misled and, you know, reading humorous stuff instead of exciting stuff, what's a good crossover comic that'll take a funny comic reader into a superhero comic? Oh, oh there's so many good ones um, because it's, it's, it's a crazy, crazy uh, a world where we are, they are trying to, there's, in comics, it's a genre. Uh, as I say with right. anime or comics, it's a genre. There's something for everyone. Uh, if if you're into very serious comics, very serious life betrayals, of course, there's tons of those. And if you're looking for um, a, a, a something that makes you laugh, I, I can't lead you anywhere else but uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor on... Um, uh, Harley Quinn or uh, any of their any other books, uh, they do they bring such a life to their comics, such a humor uh, and such a wackiness. It, it feels like you're watching a cartoon. If you're awesome. watching the Harley Quinn cool. show on DC Universe or now on HBO Max, uh, you uh, you are basically watching their comic. They are adapting <laughs> their stories, and if you thought that show was funny. Go check that out if you're looking for funny <laughs> stuff. Um, but I also uh, always recommend um, for a superhero in the Marvel Universe, I always recommend Hawkeye and his Matt Friction run. Uh, we were talking oh, down yeah. to yeah. earth, like superhero that stories. That's the down to earth, this most superhero right. story happening. Fair enough. That's, that's a good one. I <laughs> forget about those ones. Yeah, All right, now, <clears throat> now it's turn to my turn to bash a little on Star Wars. Just <laughs> I love Star Wars, but I still like to get under Tim's skin whenever possible. Now, <laughs> uh, you know, Star Wars and Star Trek. We've lived to see the Star Trek communicator basically become reality. Right. All right. What technology in Star Wars has been, actually been developed that you're aware of? Any? Is there anything? I mean, if they had lasers, we got those. We got a hydrogen collider. <laughs> we had all those. We had all those in the fifties. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. No, I'm a huge Star Trek guy. Uh, I've watched uh, every bit of Star Trek. I couldn't get through Enterprise, but I've watched all of Star Trek. <laughs> Nathan was getting me on Enterprise here a little bit. I, I had a hard. Time. <laughs> you came over and you watched it. I, I like. I was like, Dad, I'm watching Enterprise, and you're like. I don't know, and you're like, okay, these episodes, I come back down, you're still watching it. <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, get me hooked to it's on still track. episode. It's I'll, still track. Yeah, yeah. Right. we still got, you know, got stuff. All right, now, <laughs> this next part here, old guy. Now, I understand you're a bat expert, and I'm an old guy, and I have a hard time understanding memes <laughs> sometimes, so I need them explained to me. Now, I just oh, recently saw a meme Lord. with Batman in a, in a restaurant ordering Kung Pao chicken. You know, <laughs> Pao appears in the air. So Batman was always famous for hitting people so hard, at least the one I watched when I was a kid, and I had the lunchbox, so I can prove this. Yeah. <laughs> so, he always hit people so hard that it made words appear in the air. How come none of these fancy <laughs> modern movie Batmans can do that? <laughs> um, so if you are a fan of onomatopoeias, uh, which uh, <laughs> you do, and you're going to clean it up, Frank. Oh, whoa. <laughs> hey, watch the language. No. Can you spell uh, that, Frank? 
<laughs> onomatopoeias are, are great. And there's a actual uh, comic book called by Kevin Smith, uh, Batman Cacophony, I think it's called, <laughs> that has a villain called Onomatopoeia. Oh, great. Oh, that's funny. And, and you know, it's Kevin Smith, so it's funny. It's a funny book. It's Batman, and he, like, they, uh, there's an incident where he binax and... Um, poops himself in the suit oh, no. and, oh, and of no. course kevin smith deals with that in the very kevin smith way uh, uh -oh. but it's a very <laughs> good book because onomatopoeia uses the onomatopoeias against batman in fights and it's just visually that sounds beautiful. hilarious yeah and, and, uh, all right Tim, it's time for the game <laughs> all right frank you ready for this you, you buckled up all right, yeah, buckle in here we oh, go it's trivia time trivia time buckle, trivia buckle time up for safety <laughs> All right, so in our trivia game, we're going to ask you five questions. If you are smart enough and fortunate enough to be able to answer three of these little bad boys, we're going to send you one of these. Ooh. It's the very highly coveted Red Shirt Widows and Orphans mug. All right. Now, if you get all five of the questions right, our host and founder, Drayton Allen, is an author, and he's going to send you a signed copy of his book, Ooh. Custodians of the Cosmos. That's a is, nice cover. Hey, like I, I did it myself. <laughs> which is where the the the, uh, the red shirt widows and orphans originated. Wow, so, that's awesome. It's a now, it's a however, parody. It's a parody of Star Trek type movies. <laughs> however, should you not be able to answer three of these, we're going to take your mug shot and make a meme out of it. Oh no. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Do, do you let's agree? Do, do you agree? I do with agree. Punishment. All right. <laughs> let's do it. Let's go. Gotta Fire get away, Alan. All right. First one, we're going to start with a retro game question. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in... Oh, uh, I forgot you know, about this game. If you're a knight flying around on an ostrich, what game would you be playing? It's one of my favorites. Are you playing Chucky Egg, Gauntlet, or Joust? Joust. Joust. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, Nice. got it. I own Joust. I own it. It's in the other room. I got it. My favorite part was the finger snap. He's like, oh, yeah. I got this. So side I didn't question. Know it was multiple choice. So I was like, oh, oh yeah. My God, what yeah, we're we're going easy on you. We can we can dump the multiple choice. No, no, no. I think from here on out, we're, we're, we're good. We can take away the multiple choice. Whoa, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like he's pretty confident. I agree. I think I think we should go really hard. All right. Side question. This, <laughs> this I think is somebody points, but what company is developed Joust? Just since that was such a gimme. Oh my goodness! Remember, this um, doesn't. Count. Is it? It starts with an L, right? Is it L J? It has the L sound in it, but it's not. Oh no, I don't remember. It's I Williams. don't. Williams. Williams. Uh, Williams Electronics. Yeah. <laughs> For the best in your video game adventures, please choose William Electronics. Anyways, but that one, that one didn't count. That one didn't count. That's All right, fair count. enough. All right, so question number two, or for our Spanish-speaking friends, numero dos. Dos. All right, who made his directorial debut with the Star Trek Next Generation episode, Rascals? Was it Jonathan Frakes? Was it Adam Nimoy? Or was it James Duhan? Oh man, I want to say Frax. I want to say Frax. Uh, I'm going. I'll final answer. Frax. Oh Ooh, no! Sorry. No! It 
was an original that was, Nimoy. That was not the logical answer. Oh, <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. Adam Nimoy. I want you to know I've been saving that response for like it. Yeah. Since that question came up, logical I'm like, not I'm, like logical. I'm putting that in my back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, Nimoy. <laughs> Adam Nimoy, son of Leonard. Oh, man. Some people may have heard of him. Son of Leonard Nimoy. Okay, so next question. Which regular cast member of Babylon 5 had a reoccurring role in Star Trek The Next Generation? Was it Bill Mooney, Andreas Katsoulis, or Peter Jurassic? Peter Jurassic. Oh. Is that your final answer? Is that your final answer? No, because of that noise. Uh, <laughs> the first one. A. Let's do A. Bill Mooney? Yes. Oh, no! the third guess. Slow news day. Andreas Casales, also play, who played Gakar on B5, also played Romulan Commander Tomalak on Star Trek The Next uh, I'm sorry, I'm not a bad <clears throat> Five guys. I, know, I wouldn't have got it either, Frank. I wouldn't I would have not have gotten that one. That was, that was, uh, some of these are pretty tough. I was like, oh, come on. I'm going through the credits of all the Star Trek episodes I've seen. The name's in there somewhere. I know it. And Frank, if it helps you, I wouldn't have got it anyway. All right. So we'll go. We'll stick with Trek. Which crew member figured out a way to use the transport through deflector shields? Which engineer? So one, Miles O'Brien, two, Reginald Barclay, or three, Jordy LaForge. And and repeat what he did. He did he said to they the figured out how to a way to transport use the transport through def deflector shields. Miles. Cause they're very violent. It's gotta be Miles. <laughs> yes, it's Miles O'Brien. <laughs> All of DC Nine is like, should we use this technology this way? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, eh. <laughs> All right, final Here's your question. Final question. You ready? For that? All right. All right. All right. How many do I got now? Do I got two? Only yeah. two? Okay. Yeah. This is the kicker, man. This is the winner yeah. loose right here. All right. This is that. Well, I'm, I'm getting my phone ready for the mug shot. <laughs> here. Yeah, we need that mugshot ready. What character was promoted and ranked the fastest in Star Trek history? Harry Kim, Wesley <laughs> not, not Harry Kim. That's... Or Nog. Uh, oh, wait, who was the second one? Sorry, I heard Nog. Harry Kim, Wesley Crusher, or Nog? Oh, my God. It's not Harry Kim because he's still an ensign. Uh, it's, uh, I, I, I want to say it's Wesley Crusher. I want to say it's Wesley Crusher. Yeah, Wesley Crusher. Oh, oh God, is, is it Nog? It's too late, Mom. Is it Nog? <laughs> it's Nog. I'm going to need you to smile pretty now, Frank. Oh, no. <laughs> you did a good job. Nog went from civilian to get that to ensign to lieutenant junior grade in the space. Right, the and they're like, he's the fastest cadet that's ever risen. Oh my oh, god, god. Yep. I remember oh, that. Yeah. Oh, you did. You knew it. <laughs> I knew it, but I didn't. Oh, <laughs> well, Wesley Crusher was kind of thrown in there to throw you off because well, he becomes a god. Does that count? Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> it, like that's what I was thinking. I was like, he's ensign, then a god. Well, right. <laughs> 
You can contest the question, but I mean, it, in you know, <laughs> technically, it's outside of the uh, the, the Starfleet ranking. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a half a point, so you end up with two and a half points. Universal rank. See, yeah, I, partial credit. Just because you're a Star Wars fan, I would have given you two and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> them, them Trekkies, they're stingy. <laughs> <laughs> we got another question that's outside of our trivia game. Go for it. Uh, what uh so there's been a lot of Batman cartoons. Yes. Which one is your favorite and why is it Batman Beyond? Oh <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I I love Batman Beyond. I am head over heels for Batman Beyond. I love, love, love it. Can't wait till Michael Keaton plays old right? Batman. Wayne like that's right. gotta happen that's gotta that happen. would be so good that's gotta happen but Batman the animated series is a masterpiece, a yes, masterpiece. It is like it is it's one of those <laughs> things that just stuck in my brain I watched it at such a young age that I like sometimes I close my eyes and I see the Joker fish you know like, <laughs> like you know like it's one of those things that the imagery in that show mm. is so vibrant and and scarring almost in a way because they never cared Joker just killed people left and right in that show and they mm. never cared they were just like no welcome to Batman guys and you're just like <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's definitely one of those things that has stuck with me my entire life and made me the Batman fame I and today so i gotta <laughs> say batman the animated the series the animated batman series. beyond is kind of an extension of batman the animated series so yes yeah i'll let it go uh, awesome. i just like watching old man old man wayne going to town with people on like with that cane i know right <laughs> oh right because he's like ah he's back in it his back i would love shot and he's just he just whoops people with that cane boy <laughs> the only other like batman movie that i personally would just love to see is a really good adaptation of beyond yeah yeah i i yeah. think it's gotta happen at some point i think it as i always say with dc they leave a lot of money on the table <laughs> there's a lot know, there so much to do you're just right. like hey could we do a batman beyond movie and they're like no we don't like money so you're just like, you're just like <laughs> you're like we just need christopher w. nolan and batman beyond to take that but hey, CW, here's some of our characters. See what you can you can do with these. Here's yes, whatever it is, not, do not hand it to the CW. <laughs> it's like with the CW, it's like, so, okay, we got tons and tons of DC teams. We have the Justice Society, Justice League, Justice League of America. What team do you guys want? We're going to make one up called the Legends of Tomorrow. You're like, what? what? Huh? Wait. What? Like, <laughs> Why are we writing new stuff? <laughs> like, so uh, and, and you're leaving out Lego Batman. Oh, right? <laughs> It's almost my favorite Batman movie. Right? You know, like, he really it's so funny. It's it better me. than it deserved to be. It is. It is. <laughs> ever, ever since you said Batman baby, I'm like, my mind's going Batman babies, like Muppet babies, but I'm going nuts. Like, we need a Muppet. That's it. Uh, That's right. We need a as, Muppet as, DC as crossover. It's going to be the oh, next big thing. Yeah. Batman baby. We got baby Yoda right now. Baby Not baby. if there's a money potential to it. DC can probably say no. Right? <laughs> all right well frank you know you've been a really good sport putting up with us today and we will probably send you a mug anyways just because uh oh, thank we, you uh we want to promote the uh red, red i can't trip wait to see the meme we we do with this <laughs> oh no but yeah, that's uh, gonna be a thing I, I took like 12 pictures it's gonna be fun there you go. <laughs> well hopefully we've inspired even some of our listeners to create something fun because of our podcast and if they do create something fun or been inspired please tell us about it in a comment on the podcast or a comment on our Facebook group, mm. which you really need to join, Frank. 
absolutely. Get, get into I, our I, Facebook I group. We have we have a blast there. Yeah, right and after this. so I'll message you the the information there. Yeah. Absolutely. Also, we want you <laughs> to tell us about what's new and upcoming for for Frank, and where do you suggest people go to make sure that they get the best content? So I, as you can see below my name here, I don't know if you can, uh, I, yep. I am Frank Duran at Yep Frank. I'm everywhere, Yep Frank. Uh, okay. Twitter, YouTube, everything, Yep Frank, everything you can think of. Um, you absolutely should check out my show, The Warp Shelf. Uh, we do uh, every... Uh, week we do a deep dive into a topic uh, sometimes they're pretty long uh, but we we like them <laughs> long and uh, we, we 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 try to uh, be very positive on there so check it out perfect self uh, on every podcast platform you can think of we have our second video episode you guys are doing video episodes we haven't started doing them yet ex except for last week and our next week will be our second uh, video episode of nice. our podcast so you can check awesome. it out All right. on our YouTube page well and, and just a little, uh, you know, just to make sure everybody gets that, because when I when I listened to your podcast, I was trying to pick up on your at. It's at UP, Frank. Yes. Why UP? Why UP? Yep. Yep. Why, why do you? Why UP, Frank? Why yep. UP? Not yep. 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 Why UP? All right, cool. Mm -hmm. yep. Well, we'll make sure that we put links to all that in the in the video description Thank here you. for everybody to be able to find you and, and find your podcast. He's got some great <laughs> content, guys. Make sure you check out uh, all of his most recent content, sure, but do some deep dives on the website. There's some really cool articles on there. If you're into Thank movies, you. if you're into gaming, if you're into all that stuff, uh, I found the gaming articles uh, pretty entertaining myself. Thank you so much. Uh, Galaxygeek.com. Yes, That's, Galaxy uh, of Geek. Make sure you stop by there. And remember, guys, this fall, 100% of all profits from the Red Shirts, Widows, and Orphans merchandise is going to go to that very real charity, Wish Upon a Teen. All right, Frank, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, good wow. job, man. Thank You're fun. You. This is so nice. This that was great, awesome. guys. Uh, I, I haven't <laughs> done trivia like that in a long time, so that's <laughs> Well, before we get started... It would be disastrous if we failed to mention our charity, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund. You know, speaking of disasters, someday Red Shirted Starship crew members will probably die after they unwittingly dock their shuttle with the abandoned space station at Hadara, where their bodies will be taken over and slowly absorbed over a hundred years by a Zenobian feed prey hologram, leaving their poor families destitute. But we don't want to see that happen. So our fictional charity is now connected to a very real charity. Your purchase of Red Shirt Widows and Orphans merchandise allows us, the Funny Science Fiction Group, to donate 100% of all profits for sold merchandise to the awesome folks over at Wish Upon a Team. They're doing great stuff for kids who have to stay in the hospitals for extended stays. Let's not forget about our neighbors in this time of need. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Copyright 2020 by Drayton Allen. Original music by Jordan Michaels. Reference to any specific product or entity mentioned in this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation of or by funny science fiction or its sponsors. 
The views expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at DraytonAllen at DraytonAllen.com.